Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Settling is not an option for Everything me. I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today, I apologize for having no voice. Honestly, I don't know how I'm going to get through this episode, but I have to do it because I feel like I've been so off schedule the past few weeks. My episodes either miss a week or they come out on Tuesday or Friday or Wednesday. And I'm like, no, this was my week to get back on track for Monday episodes. And then, of course, I get some sore throat that's making me lose my voice. And it is so annoying because I'm not sick. So I just want this to go away. But speaking of my throat and my voice... We are talking about words and communication and the power of communication and words of affirmation. And speaking of me speaking, if you don't know, I am a confidence coach that works with women daily. 
and I have two amazing tiers of group coaching out right now for you to check out on victoriaalario.com if you are interested in working with me. I promise that I will sound much better than I do right now. But this episode came to be because I was on a coaching call with a client of mine talking about feminine and masculine energy and how powerful it is in dating to speak from your feminine energy. And we're not just going to talk about dating today. We're going to talk about all different things, but this is ultimately how the conversation was started. And I just think for women who are dating, whether it be a bunch of different first dates or being on dating apps or someone that you met organically, I think shifting your words from your masculine to your feminine is one of the best moves you can make in dating. Why? Because you're motivating the man to be more in his masculine, which is exactly what you want, rather than putting him down or making him feel like he's not man enough. Like, well, you need to do this thing. You need to be the man, right? And a prime example of this is planning a date. What do women want? men to plan the date so what frustrates the hell out of women men asking for a woman's help in planning a date where do you want to go where do you want to do so now i've learned this from my own experience and i made this shift on my own when i became more conscious over the words that i choose so listen to how insanely powerful this energy shift is because it honestly blows my mind when I put it out there. So a long time ago, a guy asked me out and I asked him where he had in mind. And he said to me, you tell me. So I said to him, no, you tell me. And he said, okay, well then let's plan this together. And I said, no, that's a man's job. So you decide and you tell me, like I said. So now, do I agree with the underlying message, like my values there? Yes, I do, because I think that the man should plan the date. But do I absolutely cringe and still to this day get like that secondhand embarrassment feeling at the actual message that I sent him? Yes, I do. That language was completely coming from my masculine while trying to push him into being his masculine and him being the leader, I was actually leading him. And even though I wanted him to take control, I was the one taking control over the situation and telling him how it needs to be done. Not to mention, I also just now feel like that's just such a rude way to get that message across. I feel like you could get that message across in a completely different way. So over time, I shifted and it turned into a positive reinforcement rather than being like, be a man and do this. My new answer to that question, where do you want to go, was I trust your judgment. It's as simple as that. Where do you want to go? I trust your judgment. Do you know how validating it is for men to hear that you trust them enough to follow their lead and trust their decision making, it makes them actually want to show up for you and want to get it right for you. You could even throw in a little surprise me if you want to be flirty. Like, I trust your judgment, surprise me. Wink emoji, whatever emoji it is that you use. 
And before even getting to this point, another thing you could do before having a guy ask you on a date or for help planning a date, you can make it a point up front to ask him and talk with him about your favorite qualities in a partner or what you're looking for in a man, what he's looking for in a woman and say things to him like, I love a man with a plan. Decisiveness is my favorite trait. It's honestly such a turn on to me. So in his head, he already knows that making decisions and plans is not only important to you, but it's a whole entire turn on. And if he's a real man, you being turned on is going to turn him on. So at that point, planning the date is honestly doing himself a favor. It did take a lot of trial and error and true understanding of the energies to really be able to embody my feminine and to know how to tap into it. At a younger age or when I just didn't have this type of knowledge, I didn't realize that you don't need to tell someone to do something just to get them to do it. You can get someone to do something by empowering them to want to do it for you. So make note of these. These are some traits of feminine energy. Empathetic, magnetic, nurturing, expressive, good communication skills, supportive, strong sense of humility, gentle, and the ability to both one, emotionally connect, and two, control your emotions. Why do you think receiving is such a big thing in feminine energy? Because if you're tapped into those traits that I just listed off, people will want to give to you, to serve you, to do for you. So you're automatically going to be receiving that much more simply because you're tapped into, like I said, that magnetic, nurturing, supportive, gentle energy. So if you're there... That's ultimately why you hear so much about feminine energy and feminine women receiving, receiving, receiving because the masculine feels so supported by the feminine. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life and no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself, or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. 
Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. And when it comes to the whole thing, like I said, the ability to control emotions, I think when it comes to emotions being out of control, a lot of people see that as meaning you cause a scene, you cry, you scream, you throw a temper tantrum, but it's hugely actually just a part of the way that we communicate and talk to others. It's that reactive energy of like, no, do it better. No, do it right. No, be a man. You need to be a man. You need to figure it out. All of that right there, that type of communication is a lack of controlling your emotions because you're angry, you're frustrated, whatever. So you're taking that frustration and anger out on that person with your words and how you communicate. So it doesn't necessarily have to mean that you're going crazy, crying and screaming. So if you can control your emotions, you're going to communicate with a lot more kindness, right? So let's listen to that shift again from where do you want to go? No, that's the man's job. You plan it to, I trust your judgment. Surprise me. It is such a positive phrase that can uplift someone so much more than you know. Our words have the power to motivate others to act on certain things or achieve certain goals just by giving them a new belief system around said thing. I also think, generally speaking, we have to remember that no one is a mind reader. We tend to put expectations on people to either just know what we want or for others to just think the same way we do or feel the same way we do. So we sometimes feel like others should just get it. You should just know. You should just know what I want. You should just know to do this. You should just get it. But that's almost never the case. And there's only one solution to this problem. Communication. Expressing your needs and desires. Talking about how something makes you feel. Explaining why you feel that way. Making people understand by simply communicating with them about it. We can't expect people to understand something just because it makes sense to us because something else might make better sense to them. So now I want to give an example about words with the self. So this came to be from another conversation with a coaching client that I was having who was being really, really hard on herself. 
So she was giving herself a lot of shit for something that she wished she had done differently. And I told her, first of all, you're human. So give yourself some grace and allow yourself to be exactly that, a human. And second of all, I understand that you want to hold yourself accountable for not doing what you said you were going to do, but you can hold yourself just as accountable while speaking kinder to yourself. Putting yourself down, calling yourself a failure, being this hard on yourself, and having no patience or no grace for yourself is doing way more harm than good. You think it's doing good because you're like, now I'll have the discipline. Now I'll get it done. Now, because you put that pressure on yourself, you know you're going to complete it. But you're actually being really negative toward yourself. You're negatively looking inward. So you're allowing the space and making the space for even more negative thoughts to come in. You know those negative thoughts that come up every day that people want to get rid of? If you're talking negatively to yourself, you're allowing more of that to come in. You're making way more room for that, which completely demolishes your self-esteem and your confidence. The more highly you speak to and about yourself and the more grace you give yourself, you exponentially boost your self-esteem and confidence more than ever before. You can completely admit your mistakes, hold yourself accountable, and do better without talking down on yourself in the meantime. It's not only better for your self-esteem and confidence, like I said, but it's actually better for your productivity altogether because you're ultimately in a better mood than a frustrated mood. And when you work from a better mood, you just are more optimistic. You just get so much more done. But when you're grumpy, then you're tired, and then you're hungry, and then you're antsy, and ultimately you can't get work done and be productive in that frustrated mood. And there's so much research out there about this. There's so much research out there that positive affirmations improve performance at work and school and even around the house with whatever's on your to-do list. Also, words of affirmation are proven to decrease stress and increase your well-being, your mental health, and your overall outlook on life. And speaking of stress and well-being and all that sort of stuff, it actually makes me think about when I was in the really like earlier stages of my online entrepreneurship journey and going through my hustle phase, I was always so stressed out. And all of that also triggers the thought and makes me think about when I was really in the earlier stages of my online entrepreneurship journey and when I was in the trenches of my hustle phase, like just thinking about stress and well-being and outlook on life, all of this just comes to mind as well because I was always so stressed out because of what I was listening to, whether it be coaches or the podcast that I would listen to or the books that I would read all of the things that I was learning and everything that was just embedded in my mind was the complete opposite of like I'm saying from the words of affirmations like decreasing stress, increasing your mental health and all that. This was the complete opposite. So from learning that kind of stuff, I had no patience. I made no room for error. I had the mindset of like there's deadlines and there's goals to get done and there's no time to waste. Hustle, hustle, hustle. I was so hard on myself as well as on others. So over the last year, I had to completely unlearn that mentality and allow myself 
to have that grace that I mentioned and live a softer life, which is also why I talked maybe in a podcast episode or two about how like I do not read the motivational self-help type of books anymore. Like the type of books that I used to read about like becoming a badass and whatever, completely done. All of that like destroyed my mindset and mentality and I just value the fiction books so much more like reading romance and whatnot because those words bring me peace rather than bring me stress of like I can do better and I could do more like just all of the books that are meant to be helpful those non-fiction books were quite frankly making me feel like I always have to like level up again and again and again. I was that person who would repost those memes about like if you have three hours a day to watch Netflix then you have three hours to run a business. Like I was all in on that type of mentality for a while, for years and having those words constantly in my face and drilled into my head convinced me that that was the only way to live. So then I trickled down and then that's what I would preach and whatnot. So I was super hard on myself at that time whenever I wasn't the most productive. I felt completely ashamed if I ever took breaks because of the words like that, because of what I was reading and listening to. It would literally make me feel anxiety for spending three hours being unproductive. You really don't realize how important words are and how important the content is that you consume until you can actually remove yourself from that situation and reflect on it and see how negatively or positively words affected you during that time. Words affected you, your mindset, and ultimately your quality of life. Because words are manipulative, good and bad. Manipulative meaning controlling. So words can completely control your mindset because they can psychologically drive you to be better and feel better and whatnot, or they can psychologically gaslight you and shame you for not being perfect. And a really big narrative kind of thing in the entrepreneurship world is all the posts and the podcasts and the business coaches talking about hustle culture being the only way to succeed. So it took me a really long time to unlearn all those words, change my mindset, and do the inner work to find the right words to speak to myself and to others. But when I did find the right words, I shifted my mind into a completely different space. No more stress, no more burnout, no more lingering thoughts of not doing enough or not being productive enough. No more fears around enjoying myself and relaxing, like none of that being a bad thing. My life changed for the better because I gave myself permission for it and I spoke kinder to myself. And the last thing I want to address, and I hope I get through this quickly because I am struggling. I am honestly struggling with my voice right now, which is so funny and ironic but also not ironic because everything happens exactly when it's meant to be but I want to talk about those who struggle with communication kind of like me right now who has almost no voice now I'm not a therapist or a spiritual professional on the seven chakras but I'm a little familiar with them and the one that I've heard about and learned about time and time again is 
the throat chakra. Likely story, while my throat is struggling. But it's very common for people to have their throat chakra blocked. And I dealt with it myself for years a while back. So the chakras are focal points of energy throughout the human body. So when they're blocked, they're unable to connect energetically and perform the way that they're supposed to perform or take action that feels confident and comfortable. So to break that down, a lot of people who have their throat chakra blocked struggle to communicate. They struggle due to a lack of confidence or they feel discomfort. So if that's you, if you feel like you really can't communicate confidently and comfortably, then you might have a blocked throat chakra. So it ultimately feels hard to be vulnerable and to be expressive and to get the words out about your true feelings. And you might often feel like something is weighing on your chest, but you can't say it. So your feelings tend to bottle up inside you and you know what you want to say, but there's so much tension that you can't get it out. Now, it's likely that you have a lot of fears around communication, like fear of judgment or someone's reaction, fear of embarrassment, fear of rejection, that's a big one, or fears of someone's feelings not being reciprocated, like them not agreeing with you. Or maybe you're just a huge people pleaser, so you have fears around letting people down from speaking your own mind and having your own opinion. And I wanted to look up a little bit of like the spiritual wording around it, so I found this on a therapy site called Center for Growth, and they explain it as this. A blocked throat chakra can manifest as an inability to self-express with confidence One might feel that they have nothing of value to share with the world when the throat is blocked and you may get the urge to share something but you feel like the cat has your tongue. Perhaps you're hedging in conversation, unable to commit to your words, and fearful of how they will be perceived. So now I personally did work on this with Janet Namaste. You may know her from being on a few episodes of For the Girls and from us going live together on Instagram, but I do a lot of work with her privately outside of that stuff. And this all came up in our sessions in the past and I had to give myself permission, like I just said before, and give myself that grace to communicate from the heart. So not communicate with my guard up, I always had a guard up, or communicate reactively, which I also always struggled with. But communicating honestly and truly by acknowledging my deep desires and my soul's purpose. I had to completely remove any self-doubt and the habit of overthinking. All of those negative thoughts had to go out the window. Like I said before to my client, you have to be kinder to yourself. Because every time you talk down on yourself, you're inviting in more negative thoughts. Because like I said, you're making the space for it. So I would do that. I had the tendency of doing that. So as far as advice on healing that, like I said, I'm not a professional, but I say two things. One, meditate. And two, speak words of affirmation to yourself. So Janet has a lot of meditations on her YouTube channel, Janet Namaste, or you might have someone else that you like to listen to, or you can literally just Google throat chakra meditations. I highly recommend listening to whatever you prefer as a form of unblocking it just to get your mind into a state of relaxation and ease. 
And for affirmations, you can just speak them to yourself or write them down in your journal or put them on sticky notes and then stick them in the mirror or around the house, whatever you prefer. And say things like, what I desire matters. My needs are just as important as the needs of others. My feelings are valid. Expressing myself is important. I stay true to my beliefs and my feelings. I forgive myself. I can hold myself accountable and love myself at the same time. And my words are powerful. And so on and so forth. There are so many different affirmations that you can speak to yourself. But now I need to go rest my throat chakra because my voice is hurting. So that is all we have for today. Thank you girls so much for listening. Until next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together, we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 